Deja Vu FM Best Music You, you, you are listening to All of the rainbows Colored by angels Love And the rain keeps on falling Cause heaven is calling us And I need to fall apart I keep on holding on To all of the memories But all of those years are gone Can you see me clearly? All of my walls are down They say to be strong But maybe they're wrong What if I fall apart? Can I give up all these old pieces? Can I be renewed through healing and releasing the old for the new? I'm changing, changing, changing. I am. I'm changing, changing, changing. I am. I'm changing, changing, changing. I am. I'm changing. And I'm not used to these tears of joy But they keep on falling down I'm no longer holding on I'm letting it happen now But if I fall apart Can I give up all these old pieces? Will I be confused? Broken and
conversation that I was able to have with you which literally probably was almost a half an hour and it felt like two minutes I just knew that we needed to get you on the show so here we are now please can you let us know your name and a brief introduction to who you are thank you and thank you for having me on the show so I go by timeless Donna and I am a woman of many different aspects, let's just put it that way. Um, so in my, in my day job, I'm a consultant and I focus on impact consulting. So that could be anything from working with impact investors to changing policy, things of that nature. I travel a lot with my work. I've gone to some of the poorest parts of Africa, um, some of the poorest parts of the US. I've lived in the US for 10 years, so I have a lived experience of that country, um, which assists in my work. And I mean, here I am today. I felt like I've been in the healing and energy modalities for since about 2003, 2004. And I just feel like a strong urge that was pushing me more into that away from like more corporate work. And then that's what kind of gave me the urge to, to get qualified in, in Reiki as a start. It's just the beginning of the journey. Um, I'm looking to become a fully qualified yoga teacher as well as my journey goes on. Ooh, we love we that. We love it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, well, thank you for your introduction, Timeless Donna. We are going to get straight into your second pick of the day. 
This is by Giveon and it's Trina B. Tryna be all that I can be for you. We know with me it's hard because it's lonely. Honesty, I told them I'm in love with you, but they're okay with being number two. Drifting us apart, I ain't did nothing wrong yet. I'm tempted when you're gone, cause I don't do a lot long. They want me more than ever now, and I'm scared that I want them too. I'm all in, but I'm just a man with flaws When the song and my options come calling Just stop it, I'm trying All that I can be for you When I with me, it's hard because it's lonely Honesty, I told them I'm in love with you But they're okay with being number two Share my love, would I regret it? If you never know, it's still a question. Don't go too far for too long, I'm too on. Don't go too far for too long, I'll move on. Now they know my name, I see you calling. Don't see you often, it's hard, but I'm trying to be. I'm all in, but I'm just a man with flaws when the song in my eyes. Come calling, just stop being trying. All that I can be for you. We know with me it's hard because it's lonely. Honesty, I told them I'm in love with you, but they're okay with being number two. Hello, 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 and welcome. This is Kuda London for you guys today. I just want to welcome Donna and thank you for agreeing to be interviewed with us today. I am also a Reiki practitioner and I would love to open the world of Reiki with you and educate our listeners. Could you please start by explaining what Reiki is for our listeners who might not be familiar with it? So Reiki is basically universal life force energy, essentially. And when you've been attuned to Reiki, Everybody has Reiki in them, but in order to really tap into Reiki, you have to be attuned to it. And that's essentially what it is. Perfect. And how did you become interested in Reiki and what led you to become a Reiki practitioner? So initially, like I was saying in the break, I actually wanted to be a yoga teacher. And just because I have kids and the type of work I do, I just didn't have the time to go away on one of those retreats and you know immerse myself in it so i thought well what can i do that is still on the healing modality which is easier for me to access and qualify in and be able to start offering these healing services and reiki came up and the more that i researched it and got into it and had a few treatments myself i was like well i actually definitely need to do this first before even becoming a yoga teacher yeah, mm-hmm. amazing. 
Right, well, we're going to get into our third pick. This is Jason Lyric and Nevea, Self Love. Enjoy, guys. Trying to be stubborn, but I can use some self-loving. I ain't gotta say nothing. They already know how I'm coming. I've been working on me. I've been loving on me. I had to learn to love myself. And no, I don't mind no hell. I'd rather do it myself. No, I don't mind no hell. I'd rather do it myself. I've been working on me. I've been loving on me. I had to learn to love myself. Mm-hmm. They hate to see it. We love to see it. You continue to set the bar. They underneath it. Always bet on yourself and best believe it. If you ever fold, I'm here to iron out the creases. Just preheat it. Self-hate, we must unteach it. I'm talking standards so high, they can never reach it. A lot of broken promises from broken people. I bet them half-naked hoes never feel completed, just conceited. For no fucking reason. Something got you glowing, I can't put my finger on it. God took his time on you, had to linger on it. You the housewife type, put a ring on it. I'm happy for you. You practically royal. The queen bee. They should kneel, yeah. You might love the streets, but they'll never love you back. Love yourself. Every love story needs a climax. She said. I ain't trying to be stubborn, but I can use some self-loving. I ain't got to say nothing. They already know how I'm coming. I've been working on me. I've been loving on me. I had to learn to love myself. No, I don't mind no hell. I'd rather do it myself. No, I don't mind no hell. I'd rather do it myself. I've been working on me. I've been loving on me. I had to learn to love myself. Yes, we all need a bit of self-love, guys. Right, Donna. Do you find that you are conscious or maybe cautious of who you might let know that you do Reiki or you're a Reiki practitioner? Yes and no. I think I'm very, very, (coughs) excuse me, I'm very, very cautious of who I practice on. Okay. Yeah. Very cautious of who I practice on. And that's not because, like, I feel like someone's energy can affect me but I think with me it's about understanding my own power and the own benefit that I bring and selecting who I give that to yeah so yes so when you said yes and no like have you had an example where you know you might have a conversation with somebody who is not necessarily receptive to energy work or energy healing Yes, I have. And um, it's funny because that same individual actually requested Reiki. Oh. <laughs> Maybe about six, seven weeks after that conversation. Wow. And I was like, mm, well, I'll get back to you and let you know how I'm feeling. And so far, 
it hasn't happened. Okay. But I don't know what the future holds. Yes, <laughs> and we'll leave that at that. <laughs> so has holistic healing and energy work always been a part of your life? I'd say for the last 20 years, definitely, yes. Okay, yeah. so what was it about those last 20 years? I moved to New York in 2004. And when I moved to New York and I had like no family, just people that I had met there along the way, I had to really, really find myself and I really, really had to find that divine source. And in finding that, I was able to open up opportunities. I was able to protect myself. I mean, New York's a jungle, <laughs> you know, for me to go and come back and still go and come back and have the state of peace. I really found myself there. I think I found such a level of peace in New York that sometimes I don't even find here. I have to go back there to the place where I have like no family, nothing familiar to really root in. So I think it was from that. And then I remember I had met a gentleman that lived on my street and we just got having, you know, a day-to-day -day passing conversation. And he said something to me that I held on to like throughout my entire journey to this day. And he said to me, you know, everybody's got a motive whether that motive is good or whether that motive is bad everybody has a motive and don't ever forget that and with his message that set me on my way as I was walking that journey living in that city I was really really young and I was able to accomplish some really 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 amazing things during my time there wow that is incredible to hear and are you and that gentleman still in touch is, did he become somebody that you could you know confide in or he didn't, but I did have another friend who lived on my street <laughs> that I met around the same time, who's like a brother to me, and we are still in touch, and he's very, very, like, advanced in energy work, and, like, literally, he's a person that you could just be sitting in the same room as, and you're feeling it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, I remember we had Hurricane Sandy. I'm not sure if you remember when Hurricane Sandy tore up New York. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it tore up. I was living there at the time and his accommodation was completely demolished. And nice. so I said, look, I've got a spare room. You can come and live with me until you, you, you resettle. And to yeah. be honest, like his presence was such a blessing to just be in my house. I think my youngest son was still a baby then, maybe still in nappies. His presence was just brought such balance to our homes, yeah. And that was over in New York? Yeah, that was in New right. York, yeah. Okay. So right. did you have your child here and then take them to New York? Or no. How did that come about? I had one here and three in New York. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Really? I had <laughs> no idea. Yeah, so that's why I said that like, I really found myself there because I had to really like, it was just me and, you know, the university. And because I, I felt like I always had that backing, I was never scared. I never moved, operated from a place of fear, but I had to really, really dig deep in order to survive that, in order to give birth to three children in America. Yeah. Um, one was born in Florida and two were born in New York. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. And was that experience completely different? Because, you know, obviously people know America for not having healthcare as we do here with the NHS. How was that experience? It was very different. <laughs> um, the Florida birth was very expensive. Um, really? But you have, yeah, but you have insurance. Um, right. With my last one, I didn't actually know I was even having him. I felt ill. 
and that was like yeah I almost actually they didn't think I was gonna make it and my mom and my sister had to fly from the UK on Christmas Day I think to me in hospital I was in hospital for three months and that was a nightmare because of the type of insurance I had at the time but it was all sorted and when there's a will there's a way and I think once you're on the ground and you're living in that country a lot of the things that you hear are myths yeah when you're actually living the experience it's completely different but yes if I w- if I could choose I wouldn't have a child in the UK I would opt to have a child in the American oh, healthcare really? system yeah that is so interesting yeah and what are the reasons behind that um just the level of care um just how detailed they are the facilities things of that nature even if you look at the like most low-end hospitals which would be the equivalent to our NHS it's still better better than the NHS so sometimes free is not always good yes (laughs) (laughs) no that's why they say you pay for what you get honestly because it's true yeah sometimes you know with the NHS they are there to support us our taxpayers you know giving back and it's great that we do have that service because honestly if we didn't the bills that we need to be paying we have no idea about that cost because we have never had to do it with the NHS but it is something like you have to look into myself I have like private health care because I cannot always rely on the service of the NHS and the quality you know for me it is quality it's funny you should we should bring up the NHS because I'm actually leading a project of American investors that are coming in to do a whole overhaul of a digital transformation within the NHS and we're going to be bringing in AI and things of that nature to kind of cut their costs yeah increase the level of care so that's Good, another big project that, <laughs> wow. that i'm currently I, advising i called on. the gp two days ago and my appointment is my telephone appointment is the 14th of september you're lucky oh. they answer because mine doesn't even answer yeah to be fair i am lucky oh even when they answered i was like oh
London. Yes, so we have our special guest, Timeless Donna, on today, and we are delving into her journey, who she is, and you know, for myself, I wanted to know as a fellow holistic well being person, <laughs> do you find yourself tapping into Reiki healing on people who are maybe none the wiser, or do you find as a healer you're, you're always trying to heal? 
others as an example would be for myself I energetically send off love vibrations to people I feel might be in need you know when you can just tell a person might need a hug whenever I see those kind of situations I always try to mentally send off love light and positive vibrations so you know for yourself do you have anything where you sometimes delve into that moment yeah I I definitely do even before I became a practitioner I remember that um, I would do I would take meditative walks um, is what I used to call them and um, I used to walk a lot in New York City and it's the loudest city <laughs> one of yeah. the smelliest cities oh, wow. and for some reason I used to really get into these meditative states where I just used to be focusing on like light energy and just ra raising my vibration and things of that nature and it's almost like just sending the signal out to whoever needs it yeah so it wasn't even specific I didn't yeah. even have to like see someone suffering it was just today and it wasn't something like scripted like I said okay today this is on my to-do list it just will come to me and I'll be yeah. like all right I'm gonna go into a meditative walk and I'm gonna walk and I'm gonna focus on sending out light into the world and raising the vibrations, raising my own vibrations and just walking intuitively with divine guidance. And um, there was a day where I specifically did that. It was very interesting. I think I had did, um, I had did like a project with um, Echo Clothing at the time and they were actually working on a side project with 50 Cent and they had called a group of us in, like just to kind of go over some of the stuff that they were planning to launch and blah, blah, blah. And upon leaving that, I remember I had on these super high hills <laughs> and I was staying at my friend's house in Harlem and I didn't live in the city at the time. And I had this big bag and I was like, do I want to get the train or am I going to just walk? And I was like, I'm just going to walk. And I literally walked 60 blocks. I don't know if any of you have been to New York, but I literally walked 60 blocks just in my own zone. And I remember there was a point where I was walking and I remember like seeing out the periphery, my peripheral vision, people like on each side of me. And I saw like this dark shadow like coming towards me. It was an actual individual, but it was a dark shadow. Yeah. And then when he got close to me, he like, screamed like at me <laughs> and I didn't pay it no mind but I could see everybody around me was looking like is this person crazy but I was like so focused like it did not shake me at all I just kept moving kept on my mission I ended up in a park where I met uh, my mentor well one of my mentors and um, I we, we, he met, we met because he was talking to, it was just a security guard that I used to see all the time and I'll just say, hey, how you doing? Just to be polite. And um, he stopped me, he said, oh, how's the fashion business going? Because at the time, I didn't actually plan to stay in New York. I planned to go to Atlanta and open a boutique. Really? Yeah, so that was my plan. <laughs> and hey. um, I said, yeah, it's going. Like, I'm writing the business plan, I'm doing this, and you know, I'm trying to figure out what I, what I want to offer. And then my mentor was sitting there, he was like, you're in fashion? And I was like, yeah, like being British, like, I don't know you, like, you know. <laughs> He's like, I'm in fashion too, have you seen this t-shirt? And I was like, actually, I haven't. And he was like, take my number, take my number, we should figure, I was like, okay, you can write your number in my um, diary, you know. <laughs> We're not putting it in my phone type <laughs> thing. I was very standoffish. And then I remember like maybe two weeks had passed and I was like, if this guy's really in fashion, he should be going to 
the Magic Show, which is a massive um, trade show where all the buyers convene from around the world to, to purchase the brands. So I called him, I said, you going to Magic? He's like, yeah, I'm going to Magic. I'm like, well, I want to come. <laughs> That's how it is, you know? You just have to put yourself forward. Like, I'm going to be there. So he was like, come, come to the showroom. I'll show you everything. So our showroom was next to um, Macy's on 7th Avenue. He showed me the whole collection and whatnot. And he was like, do you know how to do hair? Which is a really random thought. And I'm like, not really, like, just basics. He's like, do you mind just doing, like, like sorting my hair out, like just doing some twists or whatever. So I was just like, okay, cool. So I just start twisting his hair. He fell asleep in the chair. Oh, wow. And then I left. I got a call the next morning. Yo, my hair looks dope. <laughs> and I was thinking, they just like crazy twist to me. <laughs> but he's like, everybody likes it. Your energy is so good. Aww. Like we want you on the team. The next thing you knew, I was on a plane going to Vegas, and um, you were getting blued out. Yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and um, uh, we were working at the time. So how the company was set up, there was a, a license saw and a licensee, and I was working for the licensee, which is the person that had the rights to the brand for I think it was three years. And he was literally this billionaire guy out of Texas who's in the oil and gas industry. So we was all out there. And um, I was like, okay, cool, first day. I've never done this in life. And we was, at the time, I didn't know what I was doing, but he was like, you don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. So I was just looking at him like, you're crazy. Like, that's my mentor of <laughs> my relationship to, to this day. Like, my relationship with my mentor to this day, you're crazy, whatever. Like, so he's like, just keep doing it. And then we, when we tallied up the sales that we did, I had did about $8 million in orders in Whoa. three days. Wow. So <laughs> the guy that funded it, the financier was like, um, we need, we, we need you, you to join the team. <laughs> and I was like, but I've never even done this before. So we got back to New York, he was like, they want to offer you uh, a job and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. And then, um, so I had a company set up that I had set up myself in America. So obviously I told you I was doing the boutique. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was sitting in the showroom and he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you've asked me for a social number. And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, I don't have one. <laughs> like, I'm from the UK. Like, I don't know if I can even work here. Like, how I've been doing my thing is my, through my company. And he's like, well, just put your UK thing. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> your MI number. <laughs> Basically. And I, he, I was like, I don't think it works like that. He's like, you don't understand who you're working for. The, the finance right. and he said this is the second most powerful family in Texas after the Bushes and at that time Bush was in power we're like hey. yeah I've lived through the Bush era the Obama era like okay. I've lived through many eras in the US <laughs> so I was like okay cool and it was never spoken of again <laughs> there we go so I went on to do 52 million for that company in one year Whoa. oh well done you yeah. and that Congratulations. Yeah. That's fabulous. That awesome. And that was all based on energy. See? Oh. That opportunity. That synergy. Sending you know? out light mm. energy, ignoring the darkness, yes. and staying focused. Ooh. That's what you have to do. That's powerful. I'm taking a leaf out of your but I needed <laughs> to hear that today. That so powerful. 
Can I please ask you, do you know if there's any scientific studies or evidence supporting the effectiveness of Reiki or energy? Yeah, there, I believe there is. And um, from my understanding, it's the only complementary therapy that is allowed to be practiced on stage four cancer patients. Wow. Yeah, because it's non-invasive. Amazing. So, yeah. I've personally been to uh, many, many hospitals that offer Reiki, but as pa as patients, we don't know about it. No. And I don't know how we bridge that gap, but for some reason, the people just don't know about it, and they need to. There needs to be an awareness built completely. If we can do, uh, someone goes in for an op and then has Reiki on the other side of it, the recovery time will be so much better. Even the Reiki before. before oh my God, yes, absolutely. Um, I know you touched on this a little bit before in uh, MSG's questions, but how do you respond to skeptics or critics of Reiki? I feel like I haven't, I just, I just practice and I, and I be the lived experience. And that's the individual that initially was very skeptical, has seen what Reiki has done for me and everybody around me that I've practiced on in the last six months. And now they're like, we want some of that too, because whatever you're doing, you're opening up channels and not only are people feeling better, but they're able to manifest better, they're able to attract better, they're living in a higher vibrational state and I want some of that. So I think for me, it's just about, okay, cool. You can be a skeptic, but you can watch us all evolve and, and upgrade our systems. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So in a way it's like no reaction is a reaction yeah. and just live in your truth. And yeah. those who are meant to feel it will see it. Exactly. Yeah. Can I ask you, when you were attuned, what did that feel like? First I of all, should we explain what attunement is? Are you able to? Um. I can. So to be attuned to Reiki, it's it's a Reiki master essentially that has to attune you to Reiki. I don't know exactly what they do because obviously I'm laying down and they're doing the attunements. But to to be a practitioner, you have to have the first set of attunements done and the second set of attunements done. And obviously, there's um, a lot of theoretical work in between that that supports that. When getting attuned, and, I, and they use the symbols as Absolutely. well. There's Reiki symbols um, that they use when they're doing the attunements as well. And there's Reiki um, symbols that we use when we're practicing. When I got the attunement, I literally felt like I was floating for days. I felt really high. Like, just... And then I made the commitment to... Ever since I did that attunement, I've kept my phone on silent. I've said I'm not going to be a slave to my phone. That's why I don't always get messages, it's literally when I look at it. And um, when I went on that 21 day detox, I didn't eat any form of like fast food, anything like that. I abstained as well. Um, and I really just focused on me and that brought a really big purge in my life. But it also brought a lot of clarity, a lot of opportunities. It was right after that achievement that I got the contract with the banking New York to do their policy so and he said to us um, your life is gonna change with Reiki it really is it's not all up no. you are gonna have some moments where you're gonna cry <laughs> you're gonna have to do shadow work you know you're gonna get clarity on your own inhibitions things that were holding you back yourself 
and you're going to have to work on yourself. If you don't work on yourself, you're not going to be able to help others. And I think that was the most important part for me about Reiki was going back and identifying like childhood experiences, different traumas that have been picked up. Um, fortunately for me, I had a lot of support that came, not because I searched for it, but just it was aligned that way. Yeah. People that are a little bit more elevated than me when it comes to this type of um, healing work. And they were able to ask me, like, question yourself on this, question yourself on that. And it helped to kind of detox me and make me feel light. And I'm, I'm ready to do the master now. Are you level three? Yeah. 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 We've been talking for ages, so I think we should get into another song. Yes, why not? And this is your fifth song, Choice of the Day. It was most definitely one of my favourites on the playlist. <laughs> we have a queen. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Raining from Texas, <laughs> featuring Shata Wale and Major Laser. This is Beyonce with Already. Let's get it. Lonely the king, you the king, you know it. King already, already, you know it. Top everything, everything, you know it. King already, already, you know it. My body, soul, got a king body. Body gon' shine, bling, bling, body. Calling all the shots, ring, ring, body. Crown on your head, got a king body. Don't live the king, you a king, you know it. King already, my baby, you know it. Pop everything, everything, you know it. King already, already, you know it. Shine already, it's time already. The line already, it's time already. Shine already, it's time already. The line already, it's time already. Try to stop it, Mr. No, no, no. Royalty said, don't you no, no, no. Diamonds on my fists, fighting demijah. Oh, come and rest your head, take your crown off. Oh, woke up 
in the phone, need to take it slow. Oh. He said, I'm moving too fast, need to take it slow. Oh, take it slow. Oh, oh. take it slow. Oh, oh. trying to take my baby home. Oh, oh. take it slow. Oh, oh. remember who you are. Real king always me no. Give up your baby. I show your people my love. created my own line of Reiki infused salt baths. Oh yeah, yes. we gotta hear about that. Yeah, so definitely that um, saging, incense burning. Um, I listen to isochronic tones a lot. Nice. What, what are those? So they're like tones that are set at different certain frequencies that align with your chakras and tune your chakras, tune your DNA, things like that. Yeah, but isochronic tones you don't need headphones for. Oh, Binaurals you have yeah. to have the headphones in, so it's like that. So I listen to those actually going to sleep. Lately I've been listening to, is it 963? I don't listen to nothing lower. Um, so there's that. And there's just basically praying for that protection. Most and I wear crystals as well and things of that nature. Lovely. Me too. I've got my yeah. crystal beads on me today. Yeah. Do you tend to wear them? all the time or when you feel like you need it this one i wear all the time okay um this one it depends but i have a whole range yeah and it just really depends on my mood and what i'm wearing um i feel like when i started delving into the crystals i always wore them okay. but now i have a different relationship with them sometimes i sleep with one under the pillow or i do different things with them put them under my water things like that um so yeah, my relationships change with them over time. And I will be incorporating them into my Reiki work as well. And I infuse a lot of Reiki into my crystals too. Nice, yeah. You can collaborate with crystals in so many different ways. That's why I love them because they're just so versatile in what they're able to offer. And for me as well, you know, I have to have different things that I take part in. And I feel a difference when I don't partake. Do you? feel some sort of difference like is there an energy off balance or something that's you just can't quite put your finger on once you haven't done some one of your regimes yeah um i didn't mention this but gym and kundalini yoga oh. if i don't do gym and push through energy and i have a whole i go to the gym for three hours yeah because <laughs> nice. i like i really like to work out really hard it pushes through energy i like to sweat i like to really push myself to the limit and then i like to meditate in the sauna as well and do kundalini energy and if i because that is something that i have to set aside time for so i can easily fall off a track for that having a salt bath and stuff i can do every other night or whenever it's accessible that if i stop doing that for a while i find that like i start to feel really foggy and getting funks and i'm like oh that's what it is i need yeah. to get back on schedule so yeah agreed 
Yes, I feel exactly the same. When you just haven't had that little bit of exertion where you can literally, and it's good to get your heart racing as well, you know, and all everything that comes with doing that exercise is just amazing, honestly. So do you have anything in place um, in your car? I know you mentioned, for example, you carry crystals on you because your car is literally like, your ride or die <laughs> you know so do you place anything maybe in your home your car as well as on yourself oh yeah in my home um i burn a lot of candles and i have a lot of crystals in certain places and i have like a lot of pyramid shaped um items that i may put the crystals in or the candles in in my car i definitely do the reiki symbols in my car Good. so i'm essentially raking my car as well so yeah with the pyramids, um, is there a, is there a specific reason that you put the crystals inside the pyramid? Because they channel the energy much better. So yeah, and candles. So I've got like a mesh one that I like to put my candles in, and I find they burn much better when they're in the pyramid as opposed to being out in the open. I'm gonna try that when I get home. Have you ever felt like you were under an energetic attack or experienced any spiritual warfare? A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. How did that feel? Um, I think when you're when you when it's first occurring, you think it's a you problem, and you you like it's like why is nothing going right? Why is this happening? Why am I experiencing it? And then it's like you get the realization, and it's like okay. Now I've got the realization, I know how to address it. I know the tools that I need to tap into to address it. But 100%, um, I've had many periods in my life where I felt like I've been, that was a spiritual attack that day that I just described to you when I was walking. Ah, yeah, that shadow. Yeah, it was an actual human being, but he, he was a shadow and yeah. very angry shadow at that. Mm -hmm. But so been under many spiritual attacks. Um, you know, even sometimes they come from your own family, unfortunately, you yeah, have to say. It's true. Yeah. So have you ever seeked any in divine intervention or is it something that you feel you have overcome by yourself? Like I any spiritual healers or, you know. I feel like I always seek divine in intervention, um, yeah. particularly when I pray. I don't know if you know, but I am Muslim. Oh, I fast I for Ramadan. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> was you born into Islam or is that conversion? No, that was yeah. I think when I was in the States, I was so exposed to it, and it was presented really? very, very different to the UK. And yeah, and I actually um, took my shahada when I lived in in, in Brooklyn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so I did not know. Have you not ever seen me going to the mosque on Friday? No. You probably You probably think it's one of the other neighbours. Literally. <laughs> oh, so do you go with your hijab yeah. and everything? Yeah, and I fast during Ramadan. I've never the house like that. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Honestly, you really do learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, and I'm actually quite um, surprised to hear that it was in America. I just assumed that in America there wasn't that much of an Islamic presence from what you see in the media and how, I don't wanna say, I, I don't wanna say the word, but I just feel like there isn't very much shown on the media about Muslims in America. So I'm quite surprised to hear that that's where you found your Islamic faith and that's where you converted, but that's, that's amazing. 
they have really, really big um, African-American Islamic communities there okay. as well. And then you remember, you have to remember they have a lot of the different um, types. You have the Nation of Islam. Um, you have the the Clarence Thirteen X type. I mean, they're very different to like what I practice, but you have different sets there. Versions. Yeah, but no, it's a massive community. I mean, my local Chinese in Brooklyn used to be halal, and it was just like it was a Chinese family from China. Oh. And I, <laughs> yeah, so like. You, you, you have everything there and I find that, yeah, it's very different to the UK because of here there's a lot of um, people are coming with their culture from their countries, yeah. whether it's Pakistan or Somalia or wherever, whereas in the US, everybody's almost, I don't want to say American, but they are, but they're still practicing believers. Yeah. And it's very different. I, I remember the last time I went back to New York, I saw a Spanish, Hispanic man giving dawah, which means giving knowledge to an African-American man really? on Islam. That is something that I don't think I would see in the UK. Maybe it's there, That's but true. I haven't seen nothing like that. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah. Woo. Okay, so we are going to get back into some music thank you for tuning in guys today with the music and meaning and healing show with myself msg and kuda london yes. and i just want to shout out Lyndon in the chat room andy in the chat room thank you so much for locking in and dj sparkle we appreciate you guys we do but this is ashanti dj tunes Gold. Thank you, MSG, because <laughs> I was struggling. Um, this is energy. Let's go.
Right, guys, so this is the part of the show where we have a little game for you guys. If you are listening in the chat, feel free to play along. Just act as if the questions I'm asking MSG and Donna, I am asking you. So this will be a quick fire round game. I will ask a question and you have to answer it as quickly as you can. This has nothing to do with healing today. It is just random questions, okay? So you've got to think on your feet, ladies. Let's do this. Donna, you're going to go first just because you're our guest. Okay. So I'm going to go Donna, then MSG, and then back to Donna, back to MSG, okay. that way, okay? <clears throat> if you could. Guys in the chat, get involved. Yes, please. If you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be? Mansa Musa. And why? Uh, just because he is <laughs> Mansa Musa. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> MSG, what's the most unusual food combination you have ever tried and liked? I would say crisps in sandwiches. Oh, girl. <laughs> I love that. Mm. I, know, right? I am with you. It just sounds so basic, but it just tastes so great. Especially with butter. If you could, in- Donna, if you could instantly master any musical instrument, which one would you choose? Violin. And why? Something about those strings. Mm. Okay. Yeah. MSG, what's the weirdest place you have ever fallen asleep? The weirdest place I've ever fallen asleep. I'm not someone who falls asleep in weird places because I am a very light sleeper. I also sleep with my eyes open. So I have like almost I'm the the veil is there, but it's not with the sleep in me. So I if anything happens, I I am literally very alert. So unfortunately, I haven't. I can't answer that one. No comment. Donna, if you could time travel to any era, past or future, where would you go? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> These questions are yeah, that one, that's, that's the whole point. <laughs> that one's really good. Um, I think I'd go past. Where would you go? Where in the world? What what era? Oh, uh, what era? Um, I think I'd want to go back to ancient times. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'll meet Mansa Musa, right? Yeah, that is it. <laughs> MSG, if you could be oh, if you could be a superhero, what would your superpower be? I would definitely be able to fly. Fly away. And what would be your superhero name? I would be fairy. <laughs> <laughs> because I would be floating around like a fairy. <laughs> okay. Donna, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? I think from my grandmother. <laughs> what was it? To be happy. First. Yeah. <laughs> we all need that advice. <laughs> MSG, if you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? <laughs> I think it would be Beyonce. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I was saying it. <laughs> it would just be Beyonce. Or maybe Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, so you could be with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Donna, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh my gosh, I haven't done karaoke in years. Um, but I'm going to probably say Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Is it Bodyguard? Mm-hmm. It might be. I don't think I'm very good at it, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's your go to. MSG, if you could have any animal as a pet, real or fiction, what would it be? A unicorn. <laughs> Because we could fly away and, you know, we could have that magical experience of what unicorns embody. Nice. 
Donna, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in public? That's a hard one. I, I don't. I don't really get embarrassed. You can pass. Like, by yeah, the way. yeah. You I might pass. pass on that because I don't. I don't know if I get embarrassed like that. I'm just like a. You're I don't free. care type of yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. MSG. If you could have a conversation with any fictional character, who would it be? Any fictional character, I'd probably be Mr. Bean because he'd just be making me laugh, <laughs> and I love to laugh. It's medication for the soul. Okay. Cool. Donna, what's your favourite cheesy joke or pun? God, my son had a really good one. <laughs> that he um, what was it? It's, I'm going to have to pass the next. That's all right. I'm drawing a I'll ask you the next one. If you could... Vi- oh, no, we've already done that one. If you were a flavour of ice cream, what would you be? Oh, I'll be, you know... Well, mm, that's a difficult one, but I think... Can I be two? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be the trio. Remember the trio we used to get when we were kids? Napoleon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. That's the name of it. But then I also really love mint chocolate chip. Oh, yeah. You could just throw that. (laughs) Throw the mint at the end, so it's four. (laughs) MSG, what's the most adventurous thing that you have done, would you say? I would say going to America for three months on my own and the plan that I had was not the actual plan when I went out there because the individual was no longer with us so I didn't have my go-to individual who I was going to be out there exploring America with but you know through not having that initial opportunity I guess it it opened up the doors for so many more amazing people to meet to work with to collaborate with and to today it's definitely one of the most adventurous things I was able to do on my own and I had no regrets and I just had some amazing experiences you go girl that's what we like to hear and that was in LA so yeah I I wouldn't do it again (laughs) (laughs) but I would definitely like I love that I've gained all that experience and knowledge yeah you don't regret it no Donna what would be the only cuisine that you could eat for the rest of your life what would you choose Oh, I'm going to be so biased. Is that okay? Yes. Jamaican. Hey! (laughs) Yeah. MSG, what's the last thing that you binge watched on TV? Or streaming? Vikings Valhalla. Oh, I love that show. Yes, season two. Mm. Okay. Have you watched it, Donna? No. Oh, Oh, you're missing out. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. (laughs) It's it's, It's not one to be missed. Donna, if you could magically acquire any skill or talent, what would it be? To speak multiple foreign languages. Like that. Definitely. And last but not least, MSG, what's your spiritual animal and why? Well, the other day, actually, this was really interesting for me and my mum. We were in the kitchen and a bird flew into the garden. We'd never seen this bird in our lives. We were both so confused. The bird was hopping. It looked so, like, unique. We were both like, oh, my goodness, what is that bird? And I Googled it quickly because I think it had, like, a red red head and an orange back and blue wings. It was so unique. (laughs) And it was hopping. So I Googled it and it said it was a, a woodpecker. Now, I'm sure woodpeckers are common somewhere in no, I think the world. No, I think they're quite a spiritual animal, actually. So I was just about to get into that. So anyway, 
we're like, oh wow, it's a woodpecker, oh interesting. And then I was just doing a clear out on my phone that same day and literally after going from the kitchen, I went back on my phone to continue clearing out some pictures and you know when you just collect way too many screenshots. So I literally opened my phone to photo gallery and the first picture that comes up is a woodpecker and it said, this is your native, Amer native American spirit animal. And I said, listen, and it's giving me chills now because honestly, it was just such a wow moment that we literally just were in the kitchen, me and my mum. This bird just hopped into the garden. And we were like, what is that? And then I opened my phone and said, that's your spirit animal. So my spirit animal is a woodpecker. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for playing my game, guys. I appreciate you both. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so. Shout out to all the listeners, guys. We appreciate you, everyone who is locked in and listening live or on the podcast. We appreciate you. We have actually made an Instagram page, guys. So please make sure you follow and check that out. We haven't really started posting content just yet, but it is en route. So stay tuned. And that is music with meaning and healing. Literally all one word type it in you will find us there we have dj zioness coming up at 3 p.m guys so stay tuned and yeah one thing i had no clue about back to our chat with timeless donna <laughs> is literally in the garden when we were having our conversation I had no idea how much you have studied and honestly your achievements are very inspirational especially as you are a mother of four young boys and you continue to strive to attain all the credentials that you have now acquired. Can you give us a rundown of your educational background? Yeah sure so um Obviously, I have my undergrad, and that's in psychology and sociology. And then I went on to do my master's. So I have an MBA, um, which I got more recently. Ooh. And at the moment, I'm actually compiling um, my research, because I'm actually going to be doing a PhD in sustainable development. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So there's Love that it. and then I have a lot of other mini qualifications in between but those are like my big ones and yeah. I said to my kids once I get that PhD you would address me as doctor <laughs> no more mum no more mum in this house I love that <laughs> you, you tell them okay wow that, that is, is a long sorry um, that one is a it's a, it's a long commitment the PhD mm -hmm. like how long is it four to seven years wow which is why I'm taking my time. That's yeah. literally gonna be my baby. Um, well, another baby. Um, and I just felt like I wanna give my kids a bit of time to grow up before I delve fully into it. So now I feel like I'm gonna be ready to undertake it very, very, very soon. So we know that you mentioned your level three Reiki and you will be doing more, hopefully, to learn Reiki on a higher level. So with that, what does that enable you to do within the Reiki community? So once I get my Reiki master level, I actually um, am going to have a focus on teaching others and attuning others. So okay. then I become a teacher. So I'll be able to create a whole lineage 
of practitioners behind me. Yeah. And that's, I want to make it accessible. I'm looking at creating potentially a non-profit both here and in the US where I can afford that opportunity to women that can't necessarily afford it on a donation basis approach. Good. And yeah, give them that life skill and that opportunity to make su supplement their income. And you mentioned that Reiki is also one of the healing practices that you can use on people who are not so well. Is that something you can do at a master Reiki level as well? Or is that you can do at any kind of level, do you feel? You can do it at master Reiki level. I believe you can also do it at practitioner level, but you have to have a number of months, years practitioner work behind you. Okay. And was that for cancer patients as well? Yes. Yeah, that's amazing, honestly. Wow, guys, we have got another song coming up for you from Donna's playlist. This one is by Jagged Edge, Seasons of Us. No, I'm not even interested in what my friends say. And I never gave a damn when your friends hate That misery, they can have it all, get it all If they want it, they can get it all And you can miss me, but they only want to see a nigga happy Seem like you're never really good when I'm happy Standing ten toes down and I made my mind on it Keep on your brains, don't waste your time on it So this is what good it feels like This is what good it feels like Feel like a home she won't write into mine I love it every time that we lay on A stick of dynamite couldn't break us You're the only one in the world that can hold this label Know that what we got is beautiful And the rain is up with a summer, spring fall And we up with a summer, spring fall This ain't really complicated I always hold it down Girl, it's us
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, guys. So, Donna, <clears throat> how has your understanding of energy changed since you started practicing Reiki? I think it's a lot more focused now. Um, I feel a lot more, I don't want to say um, in control, but I feel like I'm able to snap back quickly. You know, when you have these external forces that try and kind of trigger you or upset your day, I feel like since having my attunements, the impact lasts a lot shorter and I'm quickly able to bounce back from any form of adversity that's thrown at me. When I'm feeling really, really, I, I do Reiki on myself. I do Reiki on myself every morning where possible, but particularly when I've gone through something that might be extra challenging, I know I can draw on it to raise my vibrations back. And when you do Reiki on yourself, where are you, how do you do it? Do you lay on your bed? Do you sit in a chair? Do you use crystals? What, what, what do you do? I do a mixture of all three, but I'm going to tell you a story. One time, because you know you're supposed to close Reiki when you're finished. 100%. One time I did Reiki, laying on my bed, and fell asleep. Ooh, what round Let's did just you say, <laughs> I was all over the place in my dream, and when I woke up, I was like stumbling <laughs> to get to the bathroom, and I was like, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel so like, I was like, oh my gosh. I fell asleep doing Reiki on myself and forgot to close off. So I was just floating all night. Oh, was it, did it feel nice though? Or did you feel it a bit felt, out of It sorts? felt nice, but I felt heavy in the yeah. morning. Like I hadn't rested. Even though I had slept long, I didn't feel rested. Yeah, because the body was using all that energy yeah. to um, move you around. Oh, interesting. So I, some, I do, my best Reiki is when I do it on my bed with crystals and I've got certain crystals to each chakra okay uh, but when I use the crystals the intensity of the Reiki is it's like amplified by a hundred it's amazing so yeah it's quite interesting to see how you do how you lay down do. yeah I lay down okay and I do all the and you've never fallen asleep like me oh my god I fall asleep <laughs> so many times but I wake up and close ah see I woke up and forgot yep <laughs> yeah, and if you catch yourself in the dream as well, you can close yourself off in the dream. Mm. Thank but you yeah. for that. No, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the part of the. Oh no, we've got a, we've got a song first. Sorry, I was getting to, I was jumping ahead and getting excited for MSG's gems coming up. Um, we have face soul empowerment for you guys next. Okay, I hope you enjoy.
hardship comes ease. Literally, with hardship comes ease. And I think we know <laughs> our lives have been far from easy. Um, see, the journey that we've gone on, the journey that we all go on, you can't put it into words. And what I've learned to realise is with all of us, we've undergone things in our lives that no one else will ever understand. And only our eyes have ever seen and only our hearts have felt that experience. And as a result of it, we can feel like we're alone on the journey. No sense of direction, it's only us going. And in those moments, it's hard to step forward and become something better. But the reality of the situation is, in hardship, we're not alone. Everybody undergoes challenges. Everybody's going to undergo difficulties, the process of life. But when we realise that and we take steps forward, we can then attain a positivity and we can attain a beauty that far precedes anything that we could have witnessed before. Fair enough, our hardship we are all tied into, but the joy that we can attain can be unique for us all. And it's the realisation that that can change the way that we live, can change the way that we feel and the way that we experience life. And the thing is, we aren't just alone, we are life's longing for itself. So after us, there will be life again. And the foundations that we put in place and the people that we choose to become, our children inherit. <laughs> you get me? So I say it simply, proudly and truly, with hardship comes ease. And when we embrace that fact, the human spirit will always make it through. And in that, this is my prayer to you. This is my wish for you. Have faith in the promise of life itself and you will continue and you will continue. Just have faith, you'll make it through. part of the show where MSG brings her amazing knowledge to us and to you listeners. So without further ado, MSG, would you please share your amazing gems with us today? Okay, so I have my top five gems of the day. And as we were having Timeless Donna on a Reiki practitioner, I know that that is a form of energy healing. So I wanted to see what information was out there and can resonate with our topic of the day. So number one, for many people, spiritual healing is a crucial part of their spiritual awakening journey. By revealing and soothing the wounds that other modalities such as psychology or nutrition fail to heal, a doorway is open to deeper inner spiritual alchemy. In other words, spiritual healing can offer us the chance to grow and transform in a way that no other path can. Many sensitive and receptive beings, such as empaths or old souls, are naturally drawn to spiritual healing. Some even become spiritual healers themselves. And for many spiritual seekers, spiritual healing becomes a regular part of their spiritual awakening path. Number two, there are five main types of spiritual healing, but there are many different approaches to spiritual healing as well. For example, some new age healing practitioners focus only on bringing balance to the etheric or non-physical energy field of the human body. 
and you have shamanic healers. They focus on restoring the spirit and curing soul loss. And other holistic healers focus on unifying the body, heart, mind, and spirit. Even psychologists and therapists are starting to incorporate spiritual healing into their work. So in summary, there are five different types of spiritual healing. One, physical healing of the body. Two, emotional healing of the heart. Three, mental healing of the mind. Four, spiritual healing of the spirit or soul. And five, holistic healing of the body, heart, mind, and spirit. Number three of my gems is the type of spiritual healing that you'll need can depend on the following questions. What is your main struggle in life right now? Or do you have more than one pressing issue? Depending on your answers, you'll be able to determine whether or what type of spiritual healing you need. For instance, if you suffer with chronic pain and no other methods have worked and also depression you would need maybe physical and mental healing ideally some kind of holistic healer would benefit you the most number four not all healers or practitioners are in it for your best interest and sometimes our own motivations for spiritual healing are all wrong there's a reason why no one really talks about the dark side of spiritual healing number one because most people aren't even aware that there's a dark side and number two if they are aware then maybe they're a little bit uncomfortable to face or confront it all i would say is be selective with whom you receive healing sessions from maybe if they have reviews go check them out word of mouth is also very good as well and just trust your instincts and my fifth and final gem of the day is quantum healing is based on the principles of quantum physics, which suggests that everything in the universe is made up of energy and that you consciously interact with energy and it plays a fundamental role in shaping your reality, which ultimately influences our universal reality as everything literally has a ripple effect. There are several important principles to know as you deepen your understanding of quantum healing. Now, chi, which is spelt Q-I, refers to the life force or energy that flows through all living things. And in a central concept, in traditional Chinese medicine and martial arts, believed to be present in all living things, including humans, animals, and plants. Qi flows through the body along the pathways known as the meridians. When the flow of Qi is blocked or disrupted, it can lead to physical, emotional, or spiritual problems. Now, quantum techniques like acupuncture, which I swear by, 
Chi Kong and Tai Chi are all used to help Chi flow better. Prana, which is similar to Chi, also refers to a life force flowing through all living things. Prana is believed to move through channels known as the Nadis and is associated with the breath. And I need to take a breath. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking for a long time. But we'll continue. The goal is to have prana flow through smoothly and effortlessly, promoting health and balance, breathing exercises, yoga postures, and meditation are all used to promote the flow of prana. On a daily basis, there are multiple factors that can literally throw you off balance in life. And according to quantum healing, the quickest way to get back to your center is to address underlying energetic imbalances in your body. Examples of how quantum healing can serve to rebalance the body include experiences like reducing stress and anxiety, and improving mental clarity with focusing yourself. And you can do this by doing yoga and meditation. It really is important to note that you should be going on a quantum healing experience with supervision of a certified practitioner who can self safely work with your energy. Quantum healers are skilled at how to responsibly manage your energy. And somebody who's quite well known and famous is a Dr. Deepak Chopra. And he spent a few years in conventional internal medicine before he became interested in alternative methods and spiritual practices. And since then, Dr. Chopra has authored more than 90 books that emphasize how the interconnectedness between the mind, body, and spirit is the fundamental key to achieving optimal health and happiness. According to Chopra, Dr. Chopra, and fellow quantum healers, your mind holds the power to heal various elements through energy transfer, which then can literally create a correction in energy imbalance. A famous quote that I really like by an author, Henry David Foru, is, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. And it really is because our minds are so powerful and everything begins there and if you don't mind then it doesn't matter guys so hashtag mind over matter <laughs> okay i feel like i was talking for years <laughs> but that is my gems done for the day guys we are going to get straight back in to another song and this lady in my opinion mm. is a real life fairy <laughs> i absolutely her. adore her and this is janae aiko with trigger protection mantra let's go
that was a beautiful mantra to listen to. Oh, I can just feel it from my toes all the way up to the hair standing on my head. Beautiful. Thank you, Janae. So, Donna, can you share your thoughts on the future of Reiki and its place in the modern healthcare and wellness sector? What are your thoughts and how do you think you can potentially I think, situate in that? I think as more people look to complementary therapies, it's definitely going to grow. I feel like um, particularly since the pandemic, there's a lot of distrust between your regular medical system and people now people during that time looked at a lot of different alternative therapies to even heal them when they did catch covid whether it was herbs things of that nature i definitely think there's an awareness there now of people looking at there's alternatives not everything can be taken care of by a pill so it's definitely a growing space um as an impact professional um, in my day-to-day -day. it's definitely something that I want to embed more into the things that I do on a daily basis and I think for me it's about my contribution to it would be about raising awareness educating the next set of practitioners and getting them on their journey to spread that light to spread that love that energy into the world and that's just me doing my part um, I also feel like how I practice, I want to keep it quite exclusive, so there'll be retreats and things of that nature, but very limited. <laughs> yeah, very, very, not a free-for-all, just very, very selective in making sure but the right. You also mentioned that you potentially want to um, have a non-profit organisation to, uh, to, to offer Reiki to people who might not be able to afford it. How would you go about that? So um, the practitioners that come to me, that I attune, and well, they won't be practitioners when they come to me, but they'd be practitioners when they leave. Um, part of our agreement would be for them to donate back. Just like I've donated attunement to them and have allowed them to become a practitioner, they have to give and be of service too. Because it's, it's reciprocal. You can't give Reiki and not receive, so. It's, it's one of the rules of Reiki actually you have to you can't give Reiki without receiving something and it doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be anything extravagant but there has to be an exchange so yeah I, I really like that and I would say that is like the universal language you know mm. when people say you give what you get in a yeah. sense and what you put in is what you get back so that's definitely something that I feel will resonate with people worldwide. And um, we look forward to seeing these, um, you know, potential, is it a course you would call it? Or with the um, practitioners, yeah, I would offer it as a course, but um, it would be pay what you can afford donation based okay. um, with the women that want to, you know, become practitioners. And then the terms would be, okay, you guys have to go out and, and treat our community that can't afford. Yeah. 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 Can anyone learn Reiki or is it a skill that requires special gifting or training? So we all have Reiki energy in us, it just needs to be activated. So anyone can be attuned. And even if you don't practice and you've had your attunements and you don't practice 20 years later, those attunements don't go away. Once you've been attuned, you've been attuned and that's it. You can jump right back in and 
begin practicing. And for the listeners, an attunement is where you are able to access a certain type of energy that the master allows you to access through them. Um, And then because of that, what happens is you raise your consciousness, you get to the next level of Reiki and you're able to use that energy, harness it and heal others with it. So yeah, just just so everyone knows. And where was it that you got your achievement done? Was that in America or was that in the UK? And who was that person? Can you give them a shout out? Yeah, I did it in London actually. And um, I was attuned by a shaman who had actually raised, um, he's from Mexico, and he was raised in a shaman church. And he was um, the baby that was not meant to be, but, but came because of shamanism. As in he, he was born? Yes, so okay. his mum could not conceive. Ah. And, the sham- and went to see a shaman and joined the shaman church. And he was the, the product of that. So he was raised in that shaman oh. church. What a yeah. beautiful story and a beautiful person to be attuned by. Yeah. Wow. Um, his name's Miguel. And um, I tuned right here in London, um, Neil's yard, Covent Garden. Wow. So shout out to Miguel. Yeah, shout out Miguel. (laughs) How did you come across him? I just did a lot of research. And um, so I've got a friend um, in New York who sells crystals. He actually goes and brings them out of South America himself and places like that. Does he mine them? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I had seen on his page that they were following each other. Okay. So I said, well, I know his name's Angel, the gentleman in New York. I said, I know, I've been going to Angel for years to get my crystals. And Angel was the first person that actually, sorry to sidetrack, told me I was under spiritual attack. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So As in, he was with you in person. He could just yeah. Feel that. I went. I went to buy crystals, and I was with my 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 kids were really young at the time. They were in the push chair, and I think I was getting ready to make my first trip back to the UK. And I went to get crystals to travel, and he looked at me, and he was like, "Come here." And I was like, "Yeah." And he said, "You're gonna need amethyst, and you're gonna need was it tourmaline?" He said, "Cause you're under spiritual attack." Wow. Imagine being told that. Yeah. Well, like, how was would it? you? Yeah. Who? How would you feel? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And he, he he made it for me, and um, I hadn't seen him in years, and I lost that thing that he had made for me, the, the pendant. Well, it did its thing. Yeah. What it needed to do. And I yeah. went back to see him, and I said, Angel. He said, I haven't seen you in years. Where have you been? I said, I've been in England. <laughs> I said, that pendant. I lost it, so he made me a new one. He said, don't lose this one. <laughs> Fine, I still have that one. <laughs> well, apparently with crystals, once they, like, like MSU was saying, it, once they do their job, they d- disappear, they vanish. Yeah, absolutely And then right. they go and serve a purpose with somebody else or whatever. So maybe yeah, that's just what happened. It served yeah. its need and you're yeah. not spiritually under attack anymore and it vanished. Who knows? And so only, you only lost the one of them, which was which one? The tourmaline and amethyst. They oh, you lost both. both. They were both from the same. Ah. He, he connected them because he said, okay. I need them together. Oh, yeah. To balance it, give it that yeah. yin-yang effect. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Love that. So that's how I met my Reiki master that attuned yeah. me. Through the crystal <laughs> seller, yeah. I'd say. Is he also a healer? Or Yeah, because yeah. he does have... Um, I've forgotten the exact um, modality that he works in, but he has invited me to sessions that 
he does, but I haven't actually gone, gone a, you any further with him. Yeah. Okay. I've just literally Aww. just get my crystals. Yeah. So we are going to get into this next one. We are almost at the end of the playlist. I definitely have been enjoying these songs today. It's giving a nice mellow vibration throughout the studio. I'm really feeling amped as well. So it's giving me that good vibe feel. Same. Yeah. Thanks, Donna. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. This one is Saw Rock Forever. <laughs> When I wake up, no makeup, half naked, I feel like I'm the sh Pardon my language, but hang-ups do not define the kid. No, I'm not flawless, I'm scarred up and I'm fine with it. My body are the laundry list of all of life's unkindnesses. But I still sip tea and chant home and live free. Cause hardships and heartbreaks turn to rap epiphanies. And mom told me stay woke cause all gold ain't glistening. Choose your words wisely cause the all-knowing's listening. But no worries, I'm Gucci. My thighs are little juicy. My dialogue, little awkward. My idols still move me. My life is a movie like Raheem and Mookie. I'm just trying to do the right thing. Hope that it improves me. My bamboos are cost to me, you'll be soon accustomed to me. This tomorrow, I got royal hemoglobin coursing through me, and my strength is now inhuman. I get that straight from my own. Beside this silver mouth, the grill of yours and truly. You better shine on them, baby. You a star. You I was in that mirror like four or five times a week on my mile of beats reciting affirmations like holy rites and I still don't know everything but I guess confessions from 8 by 11s and studio sessions seem like it's only right and trust me this my therapy fuck your couch finna murk all these murphy types funny styling me shut your mouth touch me I'm slaughtering crew squads goons teams the queen is coming to rule your region coming for all of your plus your house I ain't always have it in me no toddlers for pretending I was 14 years old forcing pills down my throat so my baby fat diminished still got these scars from cutting my wrist when I thought the life was finished now they remind me what my lows look like now I know the sky's the limit okay never claim to be perfect that's an impossible dream I'm just saying that I'm worth it that's the responsible thing it's been half my life trying to find my life from outside sources why the only voice that mattered came from me you better shine on them baby you a star you That's too masculine And her content Little too obsessive Just relax a bit She say she died That's narcissistic Just the facts of it Nah, I don't really F with female rappers That's just sacrilege Glad I learned early Not to internalize Every ink up Daddy told me With every opinion There comes a sphincter And they would rather She them thoughts Than popularize a thinker Why them lying Archetypes is chasing Cat them trying to sphinx her Rap barrels can caramello Apparel mainly vintage Meryl composer Warriors Her every verse Became a vengeance Went through too much hair To not be fine 
job, but they still feigning ignorance. So now I came to click my just do with remaining interest. Baby, I'm a star without the flash, frame of Fenty. Came out the doctor, up the entire game upon my entry. Kept it 100, messed around and gained another century. In this, now I'm aiming to pop off to my mental chambers empty. I'm unbothered, your standards is irrelevant. I might F around and rock a body, all this for the hell of it. They've been trying to martyr me for ages, cause my melanin. So now I'm soaking UV rays with shaking slathered on my abdomen. My dude, I'm magic, my king is God is my mood. It's savage, that's game, it's Kylie's my moves and mountains, my range. Astonishing dame, the sun is like rain and comets, they blazing. Trails through planets, all hell is kind of amazing. That's right, we'll call it self love. Discovered I was dope and indulged like I'm scale drugs. And you could call me arrogant and that's gonna help me. But if you trying to knock me down, your demolitions fell, bruh, fell, bruh, fell, bruh, fell. You better shine on them, baby, you a star. You better be exactly who you are forever. Cause they gon' try and change your heart. Don't let up. Cause you're so damn fine just the way you better shine on them, baby, you a star. You better. fiance said you can't keep asking your sister to come around and give reiki like this like it's not my sister started to get slightly addicted to the feelings of euphoria and just the feelings of peace like they love it everybody's like i need another session i need more what are you reading now what are you doing now like i've completely changed their diets like have them just doing things that they weren't doing five ten years ago so they're very very receptive to it but i think they're receptive to it because they look at my life's journey they see like you know how I've gone from challenges to celebrations how I've moved from one continent to another and achieved success and you know come back home and still found my feet to move on so it's like I'm the proof that's in the pudding yeah yeah of this lifestyle and what what a great role model to follow so and she your younger sister younger yeah yeah it's natural it's natural that she wants to do what you're doing and if it makes her feel better then shout out your sister what's her name Gemma shout out Gemma (laughs) have you gained new members of your soul tribe or soul family through your spiritual journey definitely well I feel I gained two today yes you have 100% (laughs) but yeah definitely 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 and um when I shower in the morning, I always call on that as well. I find the shower is a very key moment where, yes, it's about self-care, but you can actually really raise your consciousness in the shower if you tune 100%. in. hundred percent, yeah. So it's part of my daily ritual, and I call on things that I want in the shower, when I'm in the shower. And 
as I'm like cleansing myself, I speak affirmations over myself. Yes. Whoa, water. water. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. <laughs> We're a little bit in sync here. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, energy heal. Well, when you talk to water, it changes the molecular structure of the water. So it makes so much sense that you do it in the shower. I also, I imagine the Reiki as the water. Mm. And I imagine the, the water coming out of the shower and the Reiki just completely cleansing me and, and washing away any negativity and it flows through my meridian lines and I see it through my muscles and all these things so yeah awesome. thank you for yeah. that I'm gonna try that yeah. and what I do with my water manifestation is I'll have my glass and I'll have my affirmations below the glass and I'll kind of keep my hands around or on the glass to kind of amplify the thoughts that I've got going on as well as kind of chanting or reading my affirmations and just really affirming it with the water and then I'll just drink the water and I feel like for me it helps it to flow and kind of become one with me, the water and my affirmations and I always have my crystals as well whilst I'm manifesting with water but yeah it's very powerful, water is a massive healer. We are 80% water. Exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. so, so it's only right you know. That's why the moon affects us so much. The moon? Exactly. This moon? Oh. Hello. Don't even get me the started. The super moon, which Hello. was a once in a blue moon because it happened twice this month. So, oh wow, yeah. there's yeah. not the emotions. Another one for 37 years. Yeah. A blue moon. So yeah. it was a very special moment, guys. I hope you all got the opportunity and to see really it. It looks really close as well. It was like I could almost touch it. It was yeah. beautiful. Loves it. So we've got the last track of the day by Timeless Donna. This has definitely been an interesting and beautiful playlist. I've loving it and I will be playing them as well in my own time. Mm -hmm. Same. Guys, we have up next Lucky Day Guess. Let's do it. Tell me what's love if I don't feel the pain We've been through storms, now I can smell your rain I think it's time for us to take more You got everything that, I, that I've been waiting for It's been yours And if we switch your names and I'm game, girl, you got me Let's explore, you exile, let's exhort I'm not in between rooms You gotta stay
lucky day guys thank you so much for listening in i just want to shout out a few people lady lady charzy thank you for sh- thank you for interacting with us in the chat Lyndon said that we should have cold showers mm. and cold showers are really really important if you want to stay in the moment as donna just expressed to us you can't think of anything else she said <laughs> but being in that cold shower um can i ask you do you have any personal experience or transformative moments you've had whilst practicing Reiki? Yeah, so um, when I did, when I was doing me um, during the 21 day detox, I kept on finding I was bursting into tears and crying a lot. And then when I did my sister for the first time, I could feel things moving in her and I wanted to cry. And I did her fiance just before I did her and I didn't have the same experience. And I'd done my mum and I didn't have the same experience. But when I worked on that specific area in my sister, I was brought to like almost tears. I couldn't like cry over her because obviously she's just in a state of peace. But I could feel all the emotions coming up in me. And um, she has a crystal lady that's across the street from her and um, the temperature dropped in her house. Her husband was like, well, fiance was like, it's so cold in here, like, since you've practiced on her, we need to get the heat going, blah, blah, blah. The temperature had dropped in her house and I just felt like really, really um, hot and clammy after that experience. And I went across the street to the crystal lady with no idea of like what I should purchase because this is when I had first started practicing on others. And I went and I purchased this one, which I happened to wear today. And so I didn't know nice. this question was going to come up. There you go. And I didn't know that this was a specific stone that Reiki practitioners should wear as well. Very intuitively it's, it's like selected. Yeah. 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 Oh, I wish we could talk for more, for more time because honestly, these, this conversation is just—I've enjoyed it thoroughly. And because I'm a Reiki practitioner myself, yeah. I'm just so involved in it. But thank you for your time and what an insightful show it's been. I want to give a humongous thank you to Donna for joining us today. We spoke all things Reiki and got a little insight into Timeless Donna. Deja Vu family and friends, our live listeners and those via our podcast and to you that have interacted with us in the studio, we love you, we appreciate you. There would be no us without you. Up next, we have the fabulous Zioness. She'll be bringing the Saturday ambiance live and direct to you if you are listening live stay tuned to hear those vibes next saturday we have naz who is a singer it's been a while since she since we had an artist on we'll be taking a deeper look into her journey catch us here on the legendary deja vu fm every saturday from one till three with myself kuda london and my wonderful co-host msg love and light to you all and thank you donna Thank you. Take yeah, care, guys. Do you have any shout outs that you would like to do? I would love to shout out my family. Yeah. Love hey. you from the depths of my soul. All of you. Mm. <laughs>
Oh, we appreciate that and we appreciate you guys. So have a beautiful rest of your weekend. We'll be here next week, one till three. And make sure you stay tuned for DJ Zioness up next at 3 p.m. on Deja Vu FM. Sounds of the big, big bad, bad, bad food from back in the day and.